Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Unprotected Sets captures the energy of a live comedy show and brings it directly to your ears. Part stand-up, part interview. You'll get an inside scoop into the tragically funny lives and minds of rising star comics. Real, raw, and funny. It's Unprotected Sets. Yo, keep me going one more time for Seed and Smith. Let him hear it! Thank you, man. I'm so happy to be, man. DC, y'all the most, y'all the best like city in the country. Y'all know that? Yeah, that's dope, man. Hell yeah. I'm not even saying that to blow y'all. Like I'm really like I've I've traveled the rest. I miss y'all, man. I've, I'm really I made some mistakes around the country, and I uh, <laughs> I gotta come back here and ask for some money. So uh, <laughs> I'm one of those cousins. How y'all doing? Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> oh man, I'm so happy. To be here, man, because I, you know, I, you know, I don't know if y'all know, I, I was born in California and then moved to the East Coast. California people at all? Yeah. Yeah, yeah California people are like dope as fuck. Very nice, like, like on the outside, but like, <laughs> I don't know, but the inside, the dark as a motherfucker. You know, like, <laughs> right, like even gangsters, like, nigga, I'm gonna kill you tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> first time I got on stage, I was ten. I was doing a talent show in fifth grade. And I remember I didn't know you were supposed to write the same jokes and work on it. And so it got very annoying because at first it was very fun. I just got up there, played around. They were like, oh, you're doing so great, yay! You're gonna be in the talent show. And I was like, great. And I came home and told my dad, hey, dad, I'm about to be in a talent show doing stand up. And he was like, well, what are you gonna do? And I was like, ah, just some stuff I made up. He was like, no, 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 no. And he sat the family around and made me like rehearse and practice it in front of him until it became uh, garbage. So my father was actually my first experience with like dealing with the network. <laughs> <laughs> DC is shit. I moved here in 2001 when it was like number five in the murder rate. But let me tell you, man, like, <laughs> let me tell you, man, the murder uh, here, I was never really that scared because I know we live near Baltimore. And Baltimore, you know, has, like, they had a TV show about how much murder they had. <laughs> Very scary. They get, they get a lot, but Baltimore gets a lot of hate for no reason. Baltimore, let me tell you, Baltimore, a little known fact, Baltimore crowd has some of the most beautiful women in the world, okay? Yes, with some of the lowest standards. And, 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 and that... <laughs> You won't feel good about yourself. You go to Baltimore. You hear me? All right, but you wear a condom. They have mad A's. So, so. Oh, no, the A's will just jump on your dick and bite it. All right? No more than three strokes. <laughs> you can do it three. Three is okay. Five, that's, that's fucking pushing it. Hurry up and come. So, anyway. <laughs> Creepy nigga knows. Let me ask you this, dude. Like, like, like. <laughs> I'm making fun of you being creepy, sir, but that's not your fault. Listen, all dudes are creepy until proven uncreepy. That's the world we live in right now, all right? <laughs> you actually look like you got a little money. You got a little money, nigga? What's up? Look at that, huh? Look, he said no cash. Look at that. Fuck you, nigga. I'm asking you, like, do you have... I'm not gonna rob you on five cameras. <laughs> that would be hood as a motherfucker. That would be gangster as shit. I don't 
don't give a fuck this much. I will commit a felony in HD, motherfucker. Fuck with me. I'm crazy. <laughs> That's gonna be my new thing. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> you got all nervous. I got you. you. Yeah, you look like you you broke. You, you were nervous about it. Like I don't know. Like poor people, are the ones that get angry. You know. Like you got money, brother. But nah, I got nothing, man. I got anxiety, nigga. <laughs> okay, I'm just talking. Not you, man. You know, rich people are all like, oh, we're all equal. You know, like. <laughs> Okay, I see where you at. People who complain about comedy, like, oh, there's so many restrictions. But I just think that's just sad as fuck. Like, there's always restrictions. When was there not restrictions? There's been restrictions the entire fucking time. Why, why suddenly, oh, I can't talk about pussies in college? What are you, what, what are you talking about? What, what, what time was there when I was that could be that dirty? Was it the 70s? Was it the 60s? Huh? There's new motherfuckers that complain about it. It's like, do you know what this is? This is not. This is comedy. This isn't like, hey, everybody, please accept the things I'm saying because I'm saying them. No, it's comedy. Art is you fucking make somebody mad. <laughs> That's what happens. All, all jokes make somebody mad. And you just gotta accept that shit. There are no happy jokes. Johnny Carson said that shit. Somebody always gonna be pissed off. And you just gotta work with it. <laughs> lucky, I say. It's scary. You're scared, right, sir? You look scared. Talk to me. Huh? Have you actually tried to talk to a woman, sir, about your sexual, like, about, about, like, the movement? Have you actually, like, you know, approached a woman, like, hey, ladies, what can I do, you know, with my balls? What can I do? to make me help the movement. Have you, have, you, have you tried that, sir? No? Of course not, because it's scary. You ever ask a dumb question? Oh, it's the worst thing in the world. Right, a woman, a woman would flip out and you're like, oh, I, I cannot believe that you would ask me such an ignorant-ass question. I cannot believe. Why, why can't you believe it, right? I'm ignorant. I'm going to ask an ignorant question. That's how ignorance works. So to flip out on somebody for me, ignorant, it, it doesn't make any sense. For example, my girlfriend, she's like you, like a super white purebred. And, and, and during the police brutality situations, you know, remember the videos of a black man getting shot every day started coming out? Like, she, after the 15th one, she actually looked me in my face and was like, has this happened in a long time? <laughs> what the fuck you just saying to me, right? But I realized this woman um, it, it was simply ignorant. She wasn't mean, she wasn't being vindictive. She just simply didn't understand the situation, right? So it was my job. I sat down and I explained to her the history of police brutality, all right? And then we had butt sex because crowd, listen. <laughs> well, listen, she had to know my pain. You hear me? She had to know. She had to know. 400 years of suffering. We shall have a come, I told her. <laughs> the mountaintop, I said. I go sit in the back of the bus. She's like, I came, my butt hurt. And I was like, progress! <laughs> so did anybody do jo any jokes about uh, Trump? Mm. Nobody? Nobody did any jokes on that? Kinda? I don't know, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't like anybody does any jokes about my president. I think, uh... <laughs> <laughs> my president is dope! He's coming out with the hits! Every day, crowd. He is the first president where I really honestly look forward to the future. Like, I never... <laughs> I never cared before, but now I'm like, I cannot wait! Everything he does, I don't care. Somebody's gonna do something every day. I'm like, oh, he's gonna do something crazy. Every, every day, every day. One day, Space Force. The other day, somebody black he hates, you know? <laughs> one day, crowd, one day, one day, my president is gonna come out with a tape of him peeing on some hookers. Now, I know... <laughs> Some of y'all ain't ready for that, but I, I want to see my president pee on some hookers. I cannot wait, crowd. I cannot wait. You know why? Because uh, for the longest time, R. Kelly <laughs> has gotten so much hate, all right? 
And now we realized he was being presidential. All right, he was. <laughs> My only problem with Trump crowd is that he just doesn't lie good. <laughs> I just want him to lie a little bit better than that. Like, I just, I get it, politicians lie, but lie more gracefully, man. Like, no matter how you felt about Obama, good liar. <laughs> Wasn't he? Because he was just talking circles to the point where I just didn't give a fuck anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> dead body right here. You're like, Obama, is that a dead body? He'd be like, uh, look, there are dead bodies in the world. Or was it born enough? <laughs> What's important though, there's hope and change. You'd be like, well, if you don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck. I just was asking a question, man. Right? But Trump, he just be answering questions in a way where I have to ask more questions. I can't let the shit go. I'd be like, yo, Trump, is that a dead body? Dead body? I don't see a dead body. Are you a dead body? You know, the fake news wants you to believe they're dead bodies. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Right, and then you walk away and he's tweeting, I just saw a dead body. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I just like the way he talk, man. I just like Trump's speeches, man. They're good. It's a good talk. I mean, it's not productive, but, but. It's good the way it sucks you in. It's almost hypnotic, I'm telling you, crowd. At first, I'd be sitting there like, no. <laughs> but after a couple minutes, I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes in, even I'm even going, you know, white is power. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm hungry, you know, sometimes. Get a little white power hungry, you know. I'm sorry, I make, make, make y'all uncomfortable when I... <laughs> Well, I just say white powers to myself. It makes me giggle. That's all that's happened. I ain't even... I don't even really say it a lot, though. All right? Like, only when I come. You know? So, like... <laughs> <laughs> only when I look in that mirror, I'm like, white power! <laughs> South the rise again, you know? Cause... My development process is I make myself laugh, and then once I make myself laugh, then I go on stage and see if other people will laugh at it. And that sounds simple, but I used to not do that. I used to get on stage with thoughts, ask the crowd if it was funny, and then base my act based off of their reaction, which is the worst way to do comedy. I think that's garbage. Fuck that. You find out what you like, and then you share it. And if they don't like it, then they don't like it. But you don't fucking pander them. They're not, that's a horrible relationship. It goes back to relationships. You don't do that in a real relationship. You don't fucking say things that you hope that she likes. You do that for a while, but then after six months, you're gonna flip out on her. That's a fucking horrible way to have a relationship. You gotta be like, right, this is how what I love. Do you have any, how do you feel about things I love? Oh, do you love it too? Dope. You don't? We, should, we shouldn't be having sex. Can I say this, white people, and this, this goes to y'all. I want, I want this to be completely sincere. I really think the term white power has been taken away from you. Like, I think <laughs> the racists have taken the term white power away from you. White power is a dope fucking phrase. If y'all could actually learn how to say it positively, I think... No, liberals, get together. <laughs> Double figure it out. Like, you gotta... Obviously, you can't do it like them. You can't be like, white power. That'd be weird. But if you could, like... If you could, like, white it up, like, you know, and be like, white power? Like, I'm, te like I'm telling you, like... Oh! That would brighten the mood! White power! <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's gonna take some timing. You gotta time it right, you know? Like, you gotta do that for some white shit, you know? Like, I just got some hummus. White power! Like, like... <laughs> no line of Trader Joe's. White power! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Doesn't that seem fun? I'm trying to throw some like white positive jokes in my set. That's my thing now. Doesn't that feel positive, you know? Nobody's doing any white positive jokes. I'm gonna be the first. Hey, you're a good person. Look at that. Fucking groundbreaking, hell yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? White guilt, man. I'm just trying to relieve a little of the white guilt. That's all. Tell me, if you get a little bit of white guilt, I think we could probably get the love back, man. It's, a, it's like guilt that fucking fear that fucks your head up, man. But white guilt, this white guilt is bad, obviously. But white guilt is fun. There's fun parts about white guilt, right? For the last hundred years, you know, there's been a fun tradition, you know, where black people would go, you oppress us. And you go, oh, we do. You know, it's like. <laughs> it's just a tradition, you know, doesn't it? Make you feel a little more relieved. Ah. <laughs> Right? It's just, it's just how we are. Because racism isn't the worst thing, is it? I'll explain. I, uh... <laughs> Let me ask you a Racism is a form of hate, yes? Yes. Right, yes. And, 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 and hate is a result of a relationship, right? I gotta be in a relationship with you somehow in order to hate you, right? Even if I don't know you very well, I have to know you somewhere to hate you, right? Black and white people, as a, as a country, we are in a big relationship. But if we're in a bad relationship, that means possibly we have a chance, if we apply the right tools, to have a good relationship. It's fixable. But you know which country doesn't have much racism? Australia, because they killed them all. So, so, so. <laughs> Doesn't that make you feel better? You know what y'all should do? What, what if y'all, what if y'all, if you can't get rid of the white guilt, what if y'all thought about a name change? What you think? Hmm? Doesn't that sound kind of fun? Huh? Doesn't that sound fun? Think, think, white people, think about it. If you were, if you were a company, the last two years <laughs> has been a PR hit. And, and, right? But what happens when a company has a PR hit? What do they do? Rebrand, exactly. <laughs> I'm in DC, we know how to rebrand. I'm in the heart of it all, you all know. You start off small, throw a little commercials out there. Start off like, hey, we're white and we're all right. You know, just something to... <laughs> Something to start that palette going. Then in like six months, throw out a new name. New name, think about it, new name. How long have you had this name? White people, it's been too long. White, yuck. <laughs> it's been too long. It's time for a change. Black people, we've changed our names seven, eight times. <laughs> Every time, upgrading life, you notice that? <laughs> came here as nigga slaves, free Negroes, African-American president. White people, you came here as white. It's still white. It's time for a change. I'm gonna throw it out there. Here's a thought. You ain't gotta keep it, but here's a thought. All right, what if you just change a couple letters? Not even a big thing. A couple letters. You go from white to bright. <laughs> huh? Bright people, huh? Proud, bright man. Doesn't that feel good? Don't you wanna be a proud, bright citizen? Can't sound bad when you say bright, oh, bright people. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> The bright man's on my back. That sounds like a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah, stand-up helped me start to like people and myself more. Because it's like a constant self-examination, which can go bad, because you gotta like, again, it goes back to that self-analysis of yourself. If you constantly put yourself... But the thing about love, there's, just, there's like love languages, right? Five love languages, right? And there's just one where it's like praise versus criticism. When you're in a relationship where the criticism outweighs the praise, 
then that's a relationship that's gonna die, right? And I remember I was having a tough talk with my girl about that. I was just like, all you do is criticize, like, and, and, and you never really mentioned the good things. She was like, well, I, I think about the good things a lot. I was like, what? you gotta say them. She was like, well, does that make a difference? I was like, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, it makes a difference. But I mean, that's something I had to realize too and discover like, oh, okay, you know, you can get into a pattern with people and shit, so. But you, like, you treat yourself that way. If you sit there and criticize yourself with nobody else around, you'll be just as miserable as if you were somebody else. So you gotta learn how to love yourself and criticize yourself with a balance. I mean, yeah, we're all flawed. You're not gonna be perfect. And that's okay, because other people aren't perfect. And that makes it okay. And then you can forgive them for being flawed. You can forgive yourself for being flawed. Find some kind of happiness. Not that I've found it. It's not like I'm a guru or nothing. It's just like one of those decisions. You go like, okay, am I gonna be miserable or am I gonna be happy? That's a choice. I didn't know that was a choice, so. I don't know. I can't say. I'm with my girl now for, for five years now, so it's, we're at that point where I think, I, I think we gotta get married. Um, or we're gonna die, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> what about you, how long y'all been married? Married five years, that's dope as fuck, hell yeah, sir. And, 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 and how long did it take you to think you to, to like court? <laughs> Three years? That's a respectable ass time, dude, hell yeah. That's nice, you from the country or what's up? Let me ask, because you know, like country people normally are quicker. You know what I'm saying? Country people, they get married very quick. Like first woman they find, almost with a flag, and they're like, Mah. you know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. Don't touch her, I'll kill your ass, nigga. Right? But city people, they usually take their time, like five, six years before they get married, right? Right? They move in together quick, but that's not love, that's rent. You know, that's like. Right? I could save $500. I think you are the one. That's what you are. <laughs> Sign that dotted line and make it real. Men switch around 30, 31. There's a switch. Happened for me at 31, right? Like one day you want to be a whore, and the next, right? And the next day you want brunch. It's weird, you know? <laughs> one day it's like pussy, 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 right? And the next day it's like, put your pussy away. We're going to brunch, you know? Like. <laughs> I will not be late again. Put your pussy away. <laughs> I'm calling an Uber. I'm calling an Uber. If it's not a way when I get in the Uber, I don't care. I'm not missing French toast again. I'm not. Relationships are, are, are scary, man. Like, you ever, you ever heard this phrase, relationships is work? Yeah? Y'all agree with that? Relationships is work? Y'all agree? Work? I don't know. I don't know if work is the right word. I think a better word is, is chores. Like, I think, I think... <laughs> Chores, because work implies some kind of payment. You know, like, there is no payment. It's just, a, you just gotta do the shit. Relationship means take out the garbage. Relationship means walk the dogs. Relationship means clean this. My girlfriend, my girlfriend she has two dogs. She has one 70 pound uh, pit bull. She has one 40 pound dog, the pit bull fucks. <laughs> Every morning I have to walk these things. Well, I, I can't say have to, we go to therapy, I choose to. Uh, I choose. I choose every morning. I choose every morning not to throw these things in the river. And, and, and that's it's my choice. It's my choice. I take these dogs. I walk them. Anybody walk dogs in the city? Huh? Do, y do you do it? Do, do you pick up the poop? Hmm? You sure? I gotta do it, man. They, so they, I, walk, I walk a dog. I pick up the poop every time. Every time. I don't want to be a stereotype. I pick it up. They give you these like uh, plastic bags too. Doggy bags. And I, I pick them up. And it's every time I pick up the every time, every time I pick up the poop, I always gotta ask myself, like, why they gotta make it so thin though? Like why, why? It's just so thin. I feel everything, like everything. 
I'd be picking it up, I was like, why do I feel steam? Like, what the fuck, like, why? I feel like I got my hand in a bowl of oatmeal right now. That's what it feels like. I'm, I'm like, why don't they make condoms out of this material? Like, I don't understand. You know, fuck ultra thin, doggy bag thin. I'm like, oh! Everybody get excited on that. You got the doggy bag? Oh, I'm about to feel like I'm gonna get pregnant. Like, like on... You know what's funny? My girlfriend asked me once, she was like, do you ever think about cheating on me? I was like, cheating? <laughs> After all this shit I'm just doing, cheating? Like, you mean sneak out the house and do some other woman's chores? Like, wait, hold on, like, hold on, like, hold on. <laughs> I think you think I'm a sucker. <laughs> do y'all fight good? No? You don't fight at all? Well, that's not a good sign. That's, uh, shit gotta shake a little bit or it's gonna crack, you know. I'm not gonna judge. Here's something I ain't know. You're supposed to say negative stuff to your girl in order to get closer. Does that make sense? Like all the negative problems you have, you got, that, when you express that stuff, you get closer. I didn't know that. I thought you were only supposed to say the happy stuff and hold in the negative stuff until it explodes in public. You know, I was like, you know, well, fuck you then. That was my move. But apparently that doesn't help build love. <laughs> I know that. You gotta like express it, and then you express it, and then you get closer. I didn't know that. Like, you have, like it happens to everybody. Like, you ever try to break up with somebody, but you end up fucking them? <laughs> this happened to everybody in this room, right? Right? You make a plan. I'm gonna go to the house. I'm gonna tell them how much I hate them, and then I'm gonna break up with them, right? And you don't do that, right? You go to the house. You tell them how much I hate them, and then you fuck them every time. Every time. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Why? It's not your fault. You're just human. That's how humans work sometimes, man. Learning how to do this well has allowed me to understand being in relationships more, you know, because I didn't realize that good relationships are all about energy, and I didn't understand energy, and that helped that. But then also it helped teach me how to learn, because, like, you know, you think to yourself when you learn, you just, oh, I read it, I got it. But with stand-up, you know, you don't got it. Like, you got to do it a billion times in order to get it. And that's kind of, I realize that's how learning works. You can't, everything, you have to do a billion times to get it. I mean, you may understand it intellectually, but the intellectual understanding really isn't useful. You got to feel it. One time I was doing the show in North Carolina and I asked the crowd, you ever beat that kid in public? This one was like, hell yeah! I was like, why are you so excited about this shit, though? And I was like, you know, I was like, where? She was like, I don't know, Walmart, Kmart, Target. I'm like, oh, you gonna go to jail? Right? Right, but then you go up north to New York and they're very like, hey, all right, we don't beat our kid up here, asshole. We give them Ritalin. And you go, I don't know. Because I was born in the 80s, and my dad still talks about beating me. Like, whimsically. You know, like... Like, almost remembering a fine scotch. Like, mmm. I used to beat you. I'm like, we're at, it's Christmas, nigga. Why are you being weird, right? Right, but then my sister got born in 1995, and suddenly he was like, you know what, beating is wrong. We're not gonna beat. I was like, fuck you, nigga, follow through. Like, like, like. Thank you very much. Listen, crowd, I have to go. Y'all are amazing. Give it up for yourselves. Good night. The immature perspective of my life used to be me just uh, being all, I'm great. I'm gonna get everything, because I'm great. I'm just gonna do it, and fuck people. Now, my perspective is, I don't want everything. I just kind of want what I want. And I think I'm gonna just try to like people.
Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.